Hi everyone and welcome back to the Life Bath Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode 7. Can't believe we're on episode 7 already and uh, thank you so much for tuning in again. I've had so many lovely messages from people about last week's episode on eating disorders and I'm just so happy to be doing this podcast and getting these discussions out. So again, thank you. I know I say that on every episode, but I really am truly, truly overwhelmed by how many of you are listening and uh, enjoying the podcast. So before we get into this week's episode, as usual, I just want to say thank you to Relish Cafe in Whitley Bay, who are our lovely sponsor. Keep an eye on the Life Bath social media over the next couple of weeks because I've got a few vouchers for Relish to give away in little fun giveaways. So if you keep an eye on that, you might get yourself a, a voucher to, to go and enjoy at Relish Cafe. So this week's guest is Alex. He is our first gentleman on the podcast. He is the owner of Hot Pod Yoga Newcastle. And uh, I reached out to Alex because I'd been to Hot Pod Yoga a few times and I was fascinated by it. And I personally wanted to learn more about Hot Pod Yoga and also yoga in general. So what better way than to get Alex on the podcast and tell us his personal journey with yoga and becoming a yoga instructor and also a business owner of a franchise. So keep listening and enjoy. Hello, Alex. Hello. And welcome to the Life Bath podcast. Thank, thank you very you. much for being my uh, first uh, gentleman on the podcast thank as well. Thank you very much. It's, uh, <laughs> it's amazing to be invited. You know, it's when, uh, when someone messages you on Instagram and they say, hey, I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. You know, you do it so much throughout your living day and through your working day as well. But when someone actually messages you and say, I'd like to talk to you. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> like to have a nice chat. Yeah, That's all yeah. it is. A nice oh. chat about what you do. Cool. So I thought, um, let's start very basic. Okay. And for you to kind of tell us what yoga is. Very, wow. very, <laughs> very broad question. Yeah, it, it is, it, that is a pretty broad question. <laughs> where, and where to start? Um, so yoga has eight limbs. Um, and in which case people can resonate with it in different ways. So there's the physical aspects of it, which people tend to most associate with it, especially nowadays, because that's a lot of what we see on Instagram. So we see a lot of, you know, of, of the pretty ladies banging out some yoga poses. <laughs> um, and so ultimately people like, go, oh, yeah, that, that's yoga. But there, like I say, there are lots of different layers to it. And you've got to find what fits you. There's the breathing aspect of it as well. Again, people tend to enjoy using that for different meditative purposes. So there's the meditation aspect of it as well. There's um, the mindfulness aspect of it and just observing the world around you and being more mindful in that sense. So there's lots of different things. It, it, it's very difficult, I feel, uh, to define it. But often it's yeah. defined as you know, movement with the breath. But there are yeah. a lot of different aspects to it. Yeah. And what got you into yoga? So uh, many, many moons ago, um, I, was, I was a very different person, you know, physically and mentally. At the time, I was, I was, you know, near enough 18 stone. I was a typical bloke all about the weights, basically. Uh, always wanting to just make the engine, make the machine bigger. Um, you know, so I'm pumping things in the gym. And uh, I had a, an exercise DVD set at the time. You know, it was made up of like Ab Ripper X, that kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. Cardio X. And then there was this one called Yoga. This was like a, how many, it must have been about 11, 10, 11 DVDs. Yeah. So that was the one that was the cleanest one. It was the one that stayed 
in the packet, basically. Yeah. And then one day, Jules, my <laughs> wife, just said, like, we'll just give it a go. Like, you'll enjoy it. Because she'd always been an advocate of yoga. She'd yeah. done quite a lot of it and come from a martial arts background. So we gave it a go. And 10 minutes in, I was sweating. We were just in our living room. And I was sweating. I couldn't breathe. I don't think I had breathed for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, it just really was a big kick in the face to my ego, really. Because... I was, uh, like I said, I could lift all this stuff in the gym. I could I do all you these really physical feats. Yeah. I'd like to say I was, you know, maybe, a, <laughs> yeah, who knows? But then uh, I couldn't do yoga. So that, what I say, was a real, it was really quite damaging. So, you know, I kind of tucked my tail and ran a little bit and carried on doing what I was doing for a, a couple more years. But then, you know, every time I hit like a little record in the gym, there would always be that little whisper in my ear of, yeah, but you can't do. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of like, ah. so it was always sat there and then I made a transition into doing more body weight stuff more callous what's called uh, calisthenic type work and then ultimately it just kind of led to yoga mm-hmm. so even in my own kind of physical training I still do some weights and stuff I still enjoy doing pull-ups dips I've got a couple of kettlebells now I, I still enjoy the physical aspects otherwise I, I get a bit itchy yeah a little bit pent up there's there's only so much yoga can do for me from a physical perspective um, because I, I like doing the, the type of yoga that's a little bit more relaxing and a, a bit at time trying to wind me down as opposed to build me up yeah um, I, I do that in different ways but with with work life family I, I, I enjoy using yoga to help me with my mobility flexibility and ultimately a way to chill out mm-hmm. that's for me So hot pod yoga. Yeah, yeah. How does that fit in with yoga and what is the kind of history behind doing yoga in, in the heat? Okay, so if we if we turn back the clock, you know, yoga from what people understand or, you know, going to the history books a little bit, yoga they they believe, you know, started off around uh, around five thousand years ago. Again, this is just based on estimations or on, on what they have found in terms of research and different discoveries that have been made they believe it was about about five thousand years ago because there have been there in the indus valley different uh, tablets that have been discovered and engravings and carvings of people doing yoga and they they dated these tablets back to about five thousand years one of these uh tablets depicts someone if you think of it there's a, a pose in english called a cobbler's pose so it's when you sit on your bum and you have your heels together and you draw your heels in towards your, your pelvis and you let your knees fall out so that's called a cobbler's pose so this uh engraving or this carving had showed the person with rather than their heels in front of their pelvis had them flipped so they're facing forward so their toes were facing in so kind of twisting up the leg right which just shows that there had to be some kind of system in place for that person to be able to do that yeah you know for someone to then be able to copy and carve it um, so yeah, 5,000 years plus, uh, again, in the Indus Valley in India, you know, it, it's pretty hot. Um, so it can help you to relax into certain positions, certain poses a little bit more, as opposed to being the opposite side of things and being cold when your body becomes very tense, your breathing changes. Ultimately, I, I do believe it's nicer to be in a, a warm or hot environment to, to practice yoga in just because it, it changes the atmosphere. It makes you feel more relaxed. Um, 
it's 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 for some people it's not for everybody and that's all good yeah yeah definitely yeah. so from that that learning yoga and doing the the uh the dvd and, yeah. and slowly starting to get into to doing yoga uh-huh. when did that transition of wanting to teach yoga come into it okay so i taught exercise and and various bits and pieces for quite a while leading up to launching hot pod yoga so i used to work with the military i worked for the military about 10 years as part of a physio team so my uh, role there was uh, as an exercise rehabilitation instructor, so an ERI. The Army loves an abbreviation, so I was an <laughs> ERI. It took me a while to find out what that meant, but uh, yeah, exercise rehab instructor. So if someone were to become injured, they'd go and see the doctor. Doctor would say, you need physio. Physio would say, okay, you need to go and strengthen X, Y, Z. We're going to send you to Alex, R-E-R-I. So part of what I would do on a day-to-day basis was to teach classes. And it wouldn't be like a step class or a spin class. It would be, I'd be taking on like an early lower limbs class, which would be anyone from an amputee to a twisted ankle. So helping people manage their injuries. So I was always very comfortable with getting up and instructing people. It's uh, the transition from doing that from a military perspective where there was, there was a, quite a lot of a four-finger pointing to like, you know, peace and love yoga kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean? So it's quite a contrast. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that's that been a little bit of a challenge, just trying to change my uh, the way I communicate with, with people a little yeah. bit. Um and the way I teach is definitely changed a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you, you want to be able to chill people out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what does it take to become a yoga instructor? Well, you can do it. in. It's becoming more and more accessible to people. So you can go off to India and and uh, do a course. Some Some people like to go off with the idea of they're going to find themselves and become a yoga instructor uh, without kind of knowing that it's going to be quite a, a big physical challenge. Um, nowadays, you can do various courses, various distance learning courses, and then you commit to a condensed period of time to do the physical aspects. That's the way I did it, because at the time, that fitted with my life. Mm-hmm. It had to fit in, uh, because I was making that transition of working full-time to having a business and then... Um, launching hot pod yoga so I needed to make it fit I want to get off and and explore a little bit more and you know find the the where the home of yoga is a little bit but as things are right now it's just it's not it's not my time and I don't I'm not ready to force it um but yeah if you just simply pop it into google and find what works for you they're all over the world if you want to go closer to home or further away like I say it worked for me doing that distance learning course at the time I was working a contract in Cambridge. So I was able to do bits and pieces from there. Then I had to go in into London to do, uh, like I say, the physical weekends and then come away. And it was, it was longer. Um, it wasn't fun, <laughs> you know, in, in a way, just having the, the, that kind of commitment. But I think if I'd have rewound the clock, maybe I would have done it differently and found just an intense course where I could just ship, ship myself away for a month and just really, you know, get my teeth into it yeah you know um but like at, at, like i say at the time it fitted in with with me and my life yeah because a few of your instructors at hot pod they've yeah. gone off to to india and things as, as well haven't they so Absolutely. there's quite that variety of instructors that have got different stories of, of how they became yoga instructors yeah yeah absolutely there's uh one of our newest teachers sid there's becky as well they actually did the training in the same place 
So that's pretty cool. Um, there's hands as well. A lot, a lot of them have been across to India, and a lot of them are doing their. They've done their two hundred hour courses, doing their four hundred hour courses as well. So yeah, it, it, it's very admirable from that perspective that they have that degree of dedication to to really get out there. Especially the the younger teachers of 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 the lot are um, are jump certainly jumping in feet first. And yeah, they definitely have my my admiration for that. Yeah, because it's it seems like there's a lot of work involved in becoming a yoga. Instructor, because uh-huh. I think people would probably maybe have that that idea that um, it's quite easy. You just know some yoga and you stand in front of a class. But if you actually yeah. really look into it, it is is hours of dedication and mm-hmm. and understanding that whole breathing aspect and the physical body and everything that yoga is it like entails. So it um it it does seem like it's it it's something that you have to have a passion for and really sort of work towards. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're always learning. Um, and I think it's always important that you have that kind of growth mindset, whether you're teaching or just doing doing a regular job. And if you're, if you're not you're not growing, what are you doing? You know, you've got to look for something else, I think. Um, so having that, de- and having that degree of dedication to your, you know, so to speak, art, you know, yeah, you never do stop learning. Part of what we do is give feedback and offer feedback because yeah. even if, uh, again, changing your language changing the way you communicate in a class can either resonate with someone or not. Yeah. So the way in which you think of, again, one extreme to another here, you know, go to yoga class and people, someone's very commanding and being very strict and a little bit mean Mm -hmm. in a a class setting. And then you have someone who can teach you how to do anything, a particular pose or a movement or something like that. And it's more relaxed. It's more calming. Yeah. You know, you feel more at ease with the whole thing and not all tense up so it's something that yeah like I say you always want to be developing in and like I said that's why we offer feedback Um, yeah and that can be about how someone moves around in the pod how they project themselves their tone that they use at certain times in the class the speed in which they they're asking people to move asking people to breathe how they're communicating all that information yeah are they cueing it correctly are they over cueing it um are they mirroring? So if, uh, you know, if you, you've been to the pod, haven't you? Yes, so if yeah. you put yourself in the pod and you've got the instructor at the very front and then you come to uh, a, a pose called a warrior two where you put your arms out so they're, they're horizontal, they're level with your shoulders, your front knees nice and bent and the back legs nice and straight with your, your foot slightly turned to the side as well. So you're facing basically the left-hand side, okay? So mirroring is when someone is also on the left hand side the, the instructor as opposed to being at the front and yeah. they're simply mirroring what you're doing yeah so when you know if i was mirroring my left hand would be forward your right hand would be forward but then i'd be cueing you from your right hand so it's, it's tricky at first because you're literally looking at your left hand and saying that's my right hand now yeah I'm mirroring. do you know what i mean yeah so screws with your mind a little yeah bit. it takes a bit of getting used to <laughs> so uh you know things like that and just ensuring that yeah you're perfecting what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think it, it's quite, it can be easy to look at it from, you know, kind of look at it through a straw and just say, oh, yeah, they're a yoga teacher. And then that's kind of all they do. Great. Yeah. They teach people yoga. Like, brilliant. But, uh, like I say, there's a, what's the word? Um, like, refining it. Yes. Refining it. Yeah. That, that's very important and ultimately will help to lead to your success. Definitely. Um, so, people use yoga for um mental health it's it's, that's kind of it seems to be kind of use the word fashionable at the minute of like yoga but that's a great thing because if Uh someone's using that mindfulness and breathing techniques and and understanding their body 
um, that'll help them with their mental health as well. That's fantastic. So do you get people that come to the pod and come to your classes that have said that it, they're there for their own mental health? Yes, but they, they tend to tell me after the fact. Right. Um, when they feel that they have found something that helps them. Um, they don't tend to come into the studio and say, oh, I've got mental health problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone looks at them and like, oh, wow, okay. So, uh, yeah. No, people, uh, we do get a lot of people who come in. And, yeah. it, and it's, again, it's the everyday person. It's, it's the overstressed parent, you know, male or female. Um, it's the overworked person. It's ev- everyone has loads of different stresses. Yeah. And it, it's great that people are discovering yoga as a way to help them deal with that because it becomes then an introduction to it because they believe they, they see what they see on the Instagram and they go, okay, well, I'm going to try that because that person says that it's going to help me. So yeah. they go along, they try it, and then they peel back the first layer and go, aha, they have an aha moment. There you go, they have a light bulb moment. Yeah. And then they realize that there's more to it. Before you know it, that person has changed their lifestyle and their outlook on a few things. And what's more important, they're becoming more mindful. Yeah. They're improving their physical health and their mental health. So it develops that knock-on effect. And yeah, there's a long list of people who I can think of um, who have definitely benefited from just trying yoga. It doesn't have to be hot pod yoga necessarily. Yeah. Just trying yoga full stop. So what are your tips for people that would be first starting out yoga, that have never done it before, that okay. were maybe looking at coming to the pod and, and, and trying hot pod yoga for the first time? What would your... Okay. So I, I say the same thing to everybody who comes to the pod. Like they, they come into the door and they have that little bit of a rabbit in the headlights look at them, just like, what on earth have I signed up for? Because they walk in and they see this giant inflatable structure and it's all whirring away. They know it's hot inside. Um so sometimes they, they walk they walk in, it's like, okay, what have I signed up for? And what temp temperature does it get to? Thirty seven degrees. Right, okay. So it does get pretty toasty warm, but it's a, such a nice, immersive atmosphere. Like it's purple inside, it's dimly lit. Yeah. Um, we've got some really nice funky tunes going on. You know, it's not kind of whale music as some people might think it, it might be. It smells nice as well. Some people might think, oh, it's hot yoga. It's going to smell of armpit in there. <laughs> yeah, not the case. It doesn't. I can, no. I can definitely say that it Thank doesn't. You. It smells, va- it smells lovely. And nice. yeah, the music, I, I, that's what I like as well, because the music is calming and it's, uh, it's chilled out music that you would want to do that sort of thing too but it isn't your whale music or your kind of just spa music Uh sort of thing so yeah that that is definitely yeah i'll have to steal that one (laughs) it's not spa music yeah yeah (laughs) so um yeah so someone who come in the door and they have this look on the face i kind of say well look don't take this seriously it's it's just yoga at the end of the day you know Uh, and it's breaking it down so it's simplifying it for them um ensuring that you, know, you, you say right we're going to do a couple of moves they might be unfamiliar to you we use this terminology we might call it a warrior two or an upward dog or a downward dog if you get muddled up with the terminology don't, don't worry about it they're, they're kind of for me and they're queuing for you to to move follow what everyone else is doing oh ultimately just enjoy it yeah just enjoy yourself you know don't get too pent up and and anxious about being like, oh, man, what if I'm the only new person in there? Like, yeah. well, it doesn't matter. You know, everyone has to start somewhere. And even that person at the front who may seem to really know what they're doing, they've had a first time, a first experience as well. Yeah. You know, again, may not have been hot pot, it maybe has been somewhere somewhere else. So we encourage people to go in the middle. 
who come along for the first time because you know I can keep an eye on them I know where they are mm-hmm. uh, I tell them not to like hide in the corner at the back like you might want to but then not be lumped right at the front with me just kind of get get amongst it like I say you know have a little bit of fun yeah enjoy yourself yeah and it, it definitely is I found that when the, the first time I went was a bit scary and uh-huh. um, I went by myself and probably a lot of people would go by themselves uh, but it does have that sort of relaxed environment I think with it being dark ish as well I think yeah. that helps because you can just go in and it's not a kind of big huge hall where you kind of feel self-conscious and, and sitting down it, it just feels cozy and warm obviously um and just that you can just sit and relax and you don't have to think about the other people that are in the room and just kind of focus on on what the instructor's doing so it's, yeah uh, we, we tend to allow people to pop in you know 20 minutes before a class yeah and people are at the door like ready because they want to come in and just chill in the pod because it is just a, a nice environment to be in yeah so from a um business side of it so hot pod is a franchise uh-huh. so what made you decide to to start the hot pod franchise in, in newcastle okay so way back when let me think 2016 hot pod yoga went on tour with a, with a with the pod with the aim of improving uh what's the word just brand awareness improving brand awareness of hot pod yoga but also to try and rein in some potential franchisees so they came to newcastle it was the first place uh in newcastle and i still have this this chat with max and nick the co-founders we have a bit, a bit of a giggle about it because they rented this massive place i can't even think where it was um in newcastle but max describes it as like a massive air hanger he's like <laughs> this is not what we signed up for so Jules went along to a class and there were 90 people on the waiting list for a, for a class. So straight away, she was like, wow, that's that's pretty incredible. She did the class, loved it. And Max, uh, who is known as the spreadsheet guy of the two, Nick being very much the, the yoga side of things. Um, so like, right, that's fantastic. Like, thank you all so much for coming. If everyone wants to stick around for the, the discuss, like the business side of things and, you know, let us know. And of all the people that came, there was just Jules and another lady who I still know, Marie, um like willing to listen wow which was really like you know the place emptied out it's kind of like right let's yeah talk about so everyone it then, was interested in the yoga side of it but then yeah the business side yeah it just didn't i, I don't know maybe get, I, I don't know who, who knows why many people didn't stick around um but jules did yeah you know, jules knows an opportunity when when she sees one and behind every great man there's a great lady and i won't say i'm a great man i'm just an average bloke but she's definitely <laughs> a great lady um so yeah, so she stuck around and came back with this booklet of all the details of what uh, Hot Pod Yoga as a business has potential to offer. And like I say, at the time I was working in Catrick Garrison and still living in uh, living in Whitley Bay. So I was driving about three hours a day. Um, we then had a, a private physio clinic just down by the quayside as well. So I would, you know, get up at well, I'd be leaving the house at six thirty, getting there for eight, leaving at five to go and work in a clinic to maybe eight nine o'clock at night getting home having tea going to bed do it again you know monday to friday and working saturday sunday as well so i had a very very busy life from a work perspective but not really much more life outside of that yeah so i a a change was either going to be forced to either it was i would make it voluntarily but a change needed to happen at the end of the day and you know, Jules said, she didn't tell me at the time, but she said, like, look, you're probably pretty depressed back then. And I probably was, but I just wasn't, I was, I was living it at the time. You yeah. know what I mean? You just kind of get on with it in a bit of a daze. At that time, we've got twins as well. So there's Oscar and Olivia, they're nearly four now, or they are four. 
Yeah, they know me. Nearly five. Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, so they're nearly five now. Um, and like I say, change was either going to be forced or made yeah. voluntarily. So, um, it took a while for me to come around to the idea. But a year after they visited, we launched in Jesmond. So it was a year transition, and you know, I'd, I'd worked so hard going to university to working for the MOD and, you know, being very proud and having my own goals. But I, I do have not looked back one, one second. Like, yeah. I really enjoy what I do. I spend more time with my family, um, than I would have ever been able to, if I'd have carried on doing what I'm doing. So, you know, it's brought me a lot more than what I could have ever thought true, really thought possible. Yeah. So D- doing yeah. something that you love must be, sort of really rewarding as a as a business to yeah. to know that that you're helping people and that it's something that you're passionate about as well absolutely it doesn't it doesn't feel like work yeah you know it doesn't feel like work working from home is often a challenge absolutely when you've got we've got three kids there's little sammy he's uh, nearly nine months oh um so yeah so he's definitely you know coming into his own a little bit but a, a classic was earlier i i was sat at the dining room table and my laptop up I had Sam sat on my knee pulling on my beard. I had Olivia <laughs> crying on my shoulder because she'd banged her head and failed her at stage two swimming. Aww. And then I had Oscar with my boxing gloves on trying to punch me. And then, my, and then Jules is uh, doing flat pack furniture with broken hand. So it's just like, it's, this is real, this is real life. Like this, this is, is working life. from home. Yeah. This is what it's like. Yeah. Everyone thinks, oh, it must be great. You work from home. Yeah. How but, amazing. Yeah. Like, people yeah. say I work from home and people say that to me and it's like, really, it, it's, like it's no not the dream. It's not the dream at all. Absolutely. But, Absolutely not. But uh, but at least you're there for those moments, though. Exactly. Like that's that's the most important thing, isn't it? You're not. Uh, that's not all happening. Life at home, and you're not part of it, and part of their memories of the kids growing up. Exactly. So, and that's that's it's coming into that moment and go like, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. That's why I'm doing this. So, you know, condensing my day into three hours again is a challenge because the kids are at preschool, um, nursery from nine till twelve. So it's just like literally. Lap, the moment I get home, coffee, laptop, timer, go. And you're just trying to blast through as much as you can yeah. until the kids come home. I did make the tragic error of like going to pick the kids up, come home, laptop up and just kind of carry on. TV's on, just like, yeah, kid, you crack on, I'm working. Like, daddy's working, daddy's at home, daddy's, I know daddy's home, but daddy's working. He's like trying to explain that to <laughs> yeah. a, a four-year-old. He's like, all oh, right, Dad, daddy's at work. <laughs> But yep. he's sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah, he's like, but, you, <laughs> yeah. but you're in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. So, but now I'm becoming more disciplined. Like the kids are home, work is done. Yeah. And, until like they're in bed or something. Yeah. You know? And does yoga help with that? Obviously, going yeah. full circle of that—that like, is the business anyway. Uh-huh. So, kind of those sort of stressful business moments and uh, life moments. Mm-hmm. Does does just sort of taking yourself out and, and doing some yoga yourself help you as well? Yeah, it does. It does. And again, I I try my very best to integrate it into as much as possible. Um, one thing that is I've definitely brought in a lot more is is breathing differently. Mm-hmm. Again, never mind about the physical aspects of it. It's just breathing differently and learning different ways in which to do that just to chill your beans a little bit you know yeah um just just as something as simple as just breathing through your nose rather than breathing through your mouth so when you breathe through your mouth taking a, a giant breath there through my mouth um when you breathe through your mouth you tend to breathe into the upper upper lobes of your lungs okay mm-hmm. so you'll notice when you start to panic or become anxious um or nervous about something or even angry about something you will tend to breathe through your mouth when you breathe through your mouth, again, you, in, you increase the activity of the upper part of your upper lobes of your lungs. 
which also links in with something uh, like cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And I've definitely noticed this a lot more the more and more I've become you know, knowledgeable about and educated myself about it, is that when I do, when the blood pressure does start to boost, I take, you know, start breathing through my mouth and it's becoming more aware of it. It's like, just chill, breathe through your nose, calm down. But people live in a, like they're in a chronic state like that. Yeah. Not even integrating the full breath. And then when you start teaching them like that, that like, look, you can change your physical and mental state just by breathing differently. Yeah. That's powerful. Um, and again, it's just trying to communicate in a more simplistic manner with somebody. Yeah. To make it, you know, again, so it, re- it resonates with them. And just kind of saying that phrase, like, look, you can change how you feel just by breathing differently. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, you, you'll get a few light bulb moments with people and they'll be like, God, yeah, I can actually relax just by breathing differently. Yeah. So I'd re- there's a book called, um, well, give me what's it called. There's a book called The Oxygen Advantage. Can't remember for the life of me what who the author is, <laughs> but just uh, whack into Amazon or Google. Yeah, I'll put it on the, uh, on the blog post that goes with the podcast. Yeah, I'll link it on there. The Oxygen Advantage. Um, and I'm reading some stuff on, on a guy called Wim Hof at the moment. Um, and he's quite an interesting character. So, uh, yeah, just knowing, again, it may sound a little bit woo-woo, but, you know, breathing differently has a massive change on your physiology. Yeah, um, definitely. And ultimately then how you feel. Yeah. And what are the different classes that you do at Hot Pod Yoga? So um, there's the different varieties that people can go on to. So kind of what what are the different classes okay. that you do? So the one that we uh, were just briefly talking about there, one of the classes is called Nurturing Flow. I love teaching that because it, it's kind of like what I enjoy doing a little bit as well. So it sounds a little bit selfish. Um, but it's just such a contrast to my working day, me personally, and a contrast to generally what we do as, as Hot Pod Yoga anyway. It's a lot less physical. Mm-hmm. It's, again, more calming, more relaxing. Um, I take great pride in saying that people have nodded off in that class, which is great because that's, that is the state that I want to get people in. That yeah. Literally lying on your back and they're just gone. So then when you cue someone to like, okay, we'll start wiggling your fingers and wiggling your toes and you're looking around, people are wiggling and then you spot someone like, they're not moving. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, well like bring your knees into your chest now, give your legs a nice hug. And then you might hear that like, or like, like that, you know, starting to snore or something. And then like the, you see the foot twitch and you're like, yep, they're gone. So that, again, I take, I take pride in, in that. The, you know, they're talk, so relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Talking someone to sleep isn't someone that you always want to, you know, boast that you can do, but in <laughs> yoga, like it is kind of something. Um, and then, yeah, so I like to say that one's less physical and uh, we relax a bit more in that one. Uh-huh. People have said that they've slept really, really well after we do that, that class. Yeah. So we hold some of the positions or poses longer than what we would do normally. And we place more emphasis on, on coupling that with breathing in a certain way, ultimately slower and longer because you're trying to chill the the nervous system out and calm the body down a little bit mm-hmm. and and again focus on something else other than you know work life whatever uh, so the hot pod flow is kind of known to be our signature class so it's a vinyasa flow class so you're moving with the breath and then you're coming up to a, a, peak, a peak pose so you'll hold that for a little bit and then you'll uh, you'll wind yourself back down you'll come through a vinyasa so you'd start in what's called a plank position so the top of a press up position bend your elbows lower your body you push your your upper body up 
and then you push your hips back into a, a downward facing dog. And there's different variations that we can do and we, we teach people along the way. So it's more physical than the, than the last one, the, the nurturing flow, but that's the majority of our timetable. You know, we've got nearly 40 classes a week now, which is massive. Wow. So uh, it it's really has taken off. Um, and that's that's the majority, like I say, the majority of our timetable because we're able to to cater for so many different people. Yeah. Whether it is that person who comes in, like I say, with a rabbit in the headlights, never done yoga. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, just do what you can. Yeah. Rest when you like, drink when you like. Just, just do your thing. Yeah. Do your thing. Do what you can. Um, and again, the way we teach, you, we offer variations as well. So if you come to a position, we can say like, hey, if you feel like this today, you can feel like that. If you want to try this, you can try that. You do what works for you. Yeah. Um, what can be challenging is when you see that person who is always trying to overexert themselves, you know, to the point when they look uncomfortable and all tangled up, and you know that they're just—it's not how you do it. Yes. Yeah. It's, you've got to be smart with it. Definitely. Um, yeah. And I think for me, that was the biggest thing of to not kind of look around at what other people are doing because Absolutely. everyone's at different levels. So if you just focus on on what you can do and what feels comfortable within you, then you're going to relax and enjoy it a lot more yeah definitely because um this what, what is the one pose where is it like a bind that mm -hmm. people and every any time i've ever done it and people are like it's getting if you can do a bind and i was i just look at it and think how on earth <laughs> are these people doing this i just I, my arms just don't reach like that it, it's like it's like <laughs> with anything if you want to be a marathon runner you know you got first of all you've got a jog to the post box and back yeah you know, then you jog to the corner and back and yoga is the same thing um and ultimately, you know, if you're feeling like you're having to overreach and overstretch, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know, it's you don't need to overexert yourself whatsoever. And again, that's something that was uh, took a while for me to learn and for me to become comfortable with as well, because mm -hmm. there's so many other forms of physical activity that involves overreaching. And the more you grind, the more you'll get kind of, you know, vibe. Yeah. And coming from a, a gym, more of a gym background, again, that was a challenge for me to kind of get my head wrapped around like what so if I don't push myself I get better <laughs> it's like that doesn't make any sense but you know it's working with the breath take a nice deep breath in relax and you'll find you'll be able to sink if you don't force it if you yeah. start to force it and you feel everything tense up you're not getting anywhere yeah you know and that's when the wind changes direction and you get stuck down there so <laughs> nah. remembering to breathe is also something that you like because it's like think about your breath but then sometimes i'll be in a pose and realize that i'm not actually even breathing at all yeah so it's exactly. like yeah kind of not overthinking it and actually thinking about how you're breathing exactly then uh, exactly uh, and we have our dynamic flow as well, which is when we step up even further. It's not so much faster or anything, just some of the some of the positions and, and poses are more challenging. Uh, we may involve some some hand balancing in there as well, almost just a, just a little bit of a kick up from the from the hot pod flow. If someone wants that, a little bit of a of a step more. It's one that people because it, and it changes actually. It's written in red on our timetable, and I'm thinking like that maybe in. Would would that intimidate people? I don't know. <laughs> it's like dy going, oh, dynamic. It's in, it's in red. It must be bad. Yeah. Must be the hard, yeah. difficult, difficult class. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. it's not the case. And again, we have the same approach. You just you just do do what you can. Yeah. You know, don't be put off by the you know the word dynamic or oh, it's harder. It's harder. It's hard as you want to make it, but. You know, we urge that you don't do that at the same time. Yeah, it's a funny one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we only we only do that at the moment 
twice a week, but it's very, it's still a very popular class. So I'm looking to add to the timetable even further and hopefully get some more in there. Yeah. So yeah, watch this space. So what does the future hold for for Hot Pod for yourselves in the in the northeast? What kind? What's your your five year plan? Oh, a five year plan. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five year plan. What year? Oh, is it 2019, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Right. Maybe so... three three year plan. <laughs> we okay. Can, we can reduce it down a little bit. <laughs> oh, you joking? So ultimately, I, I would like to get as many pods up and running as I can. Um, because we are, we, we have that sense that we're, we're more accessible. You know, we do things slightly differently. Um, we get so many people coming to us that have never done yoga, but they want to come and see us. So I want to strike while the iron's hot and get as many people to do yoga as possible, um, because of the benefits that it, it does hold. So this year we are looking to launch pod number two. It's top secret. Um, <gasps> But yeah, pod- you heard it here first. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But uh, yeah, it's coming. A few, a few it, uh, what I have learned is that trying to lease a property or, or agreeing on a lease, it's it, you're basically like moving house. When it comes to getting <laughs> yeah. a commercial property, you're, it's like moving house. So yeah, it's going through the ins and outs of the legalities, but we've got a nice big space uh, where we are at the moment. It's just over a thousand square foot. Um, the new gaff is uh, is about three and a half thousand square foot. So it's big. Wow. Um, and we're going to have another studio in there as well that's gonna, not not hot pod yoga um, and just a regular yoga studio or a regular studio that we'll, we'll manage on the, on the side. So we're going to have showers integrated into the studio as well, which at the moment in Jesmond, we don't have that. We do have showers on the property, but it's just not within the studio space. Um, yeah, it's going to be proper Gucci. <laughs> really really nice I'm, I'm looking forward to it but it's uh it's jumping through hoops at the moment yeah. and agreeing on a few bits and pieces when are you hoping to to look at launching that well i wanted it in january then i wanted it in march yeah and it's now march 29th so as, that, as of recording today yeah as of recording it is, today yeah. so that's obviously not happening i'm the kind of i am the kind of guy i wanted done yesterday you know yeah um Unfortunately, it's not. I can't have my way at the moment. Yeah, but it, it's happening in 2019. Good, without a doubt. Yeah, it's happening. Well, th- I think this is this is due to go out end of April, so I'll I'll put some updates if there is any um, yes. at the end of April. I'm certainly hoping, there'll um, be some and there'll hopefully be some then. some more updates. So, can you divulge a location that this one's going to be in in the northeast? Oh, you're not uh, you're not willing to di- divulge I'm that so information. Tempted. There are people <laughs> people know the people who know they know. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, the word is out amongst the a few minorities. Yeah, uh, but it's it's the northeast, and you, it's, it's good lo- good locations. It's an yeah. amazing location, um, and we we've already got a few people who come from that area anyway who drive bless them all the way over to Jesmond to see us on a very regular basis. So yeah, it's obviously resonating. I use I've used that word quite a few times. It's obviously connecting. There you go. It's obviously connecting if, uh, a little bit more with some people in certain areas than it is others. So. Yeah, I just want to say it now. Actually, I really want to say it. It's on the tip of my tongue. But if you leave it, then it means that people will be more excited yeah. to find out what it is. So okay. you you're hearing sorry, about everybody. where it is now, I can't and then tell uh, you right now, and then follow uh, Hot Pod Newcastle on Instagram and everything, and then you'll you'll release yes. it when it's uh, when it's ready, and everyone can see where the new location Absolutely. is. Hot Pod Yoga Newcastle on Instagram and Facebook. Check yes, it out. little plug. 
<laughs> so yeah, because you're in Jesmond, it's Jesmond at the minute, isn't it? Yes. So and um, how long has the the studio been open? Did you say since 2007? Uh, May 2017, 17, we launched. Wow. Um, the studio space was still getting built at the time, so we were actually, you know, the Northumberland Club were very accommodating um, and let us operate in their badminton courts for a little while until the studio was up and ready, up and running and ready to go. Uh, and then yeah. Away we go. I can't believe it's been, it's happened, so much has happened in such a little amount of time. Yeah. Um, scrolling back through our Instagram page the other day and we we found our like very first timetable with like a me little, you know, 12 classes on. Yeah. Look at that and think, well, like, wow, that's really, you know, we've got nearly 20 teachers now. Wow. Um, and this is in prep for the, for the new place. Yeah. So yeah, a lot has changed very very quickly there's never a dull day yeah and I, and I put that down to the people who um who i work with on a, on a daily basis for hq down in london definitely a, a big shout out to them is that you know they they helping and guide you and then they let you have free reign yeah and then they like say right try this you know and then they they help you um which is, again is massive it's good to have that kind of that brand behind you as well mm-hmm. um I, I suppose that's where franchises are are good because you've got the kind of push of, of the of the name and and the the head like headquarters that you say uh but then you have your own decisions and you run the business the way you want to you want to run it yeah absolutely so they can give you the help if you if you don't do the help if you if you don't follow it it's up to you um ultimately what everything that i've integrated into hotpod newcastle that has been from you know from hq it's worked amazingly so yeah. you know you're, you're dealing with people who are experts at what they do it's their job to advise you and if you don't if you take don't take that advice you you know you're shooting yourself in the you're, you're paying them at the end of the day to give them <laughs> give them your their advice and you're like and that i'm not doing that so, yeah um yeah it's it's brilliant and don't get you know franchising it's a it's a business model at the end of the day yeah it does not everyone agrees with it especially in relation to yoga and what yoga is all about some people do have their you know do have a disagreement in in the sense that oh, it's a franchise it's a business it's corporate but you know i've still got a a, a roof in my head that needs paying for i still got kids to feed yeah you know it doesn't it's feel like a... that coming from someone that has done the classes it definitely doesn't feel like it's a like a, a chain like yeah. in that respect Great. it it, it, it feels like you go into a really nice yoga class it's not just because it's the name of hot pod yoga uh-huh. um so yeah so if anyone did feel like that it's not to be put off by it because it really doesn't feel like that when you when you yeah. go to well, the that's classes. good to know thank you so what kind of variety of people come to the pod okay so it it really is um the everyday person um Again, the, the the mums, the dads, the uh, the young adults as well. We get, interestingly, we get a lot of athletes that come to the pod as well, which is great to see. Um, whether it's to maintain something that they're already doing as part of their training regime, or they think, Do you know what, I I really need to I need to integrate yoga into my training as an in- injury prevention tool, uh, a way to recover and a way to mix it up a little bit as well. So. Uh, so yeah, we've got Stefan, who's a world uh, Ironman uh, competitor. So he's competing in the yeah in the worlds this year. Wow. So we're we're very very pleased to be working with Stefan and supporting him. We get a number of the Newcastle Falcons rugby players who come down. Um, GB uh, boxers as well. We've had a few of them down. GB powerlifters. You know, you think a powerlifter. Yeah. Doing yoga. All they know is kind of like the weights room. Um, 
goodness me, who else? Uh, footballers, we've had a few of the Sunderland team come down, um, as well as the everyday, I'd say the everyday, as well as the, uh, you know, the semi-professional and then the, the amateur footballers yeah. as well come in, as well as, you know, the amateur teams in the local to the area. A lot of runners, a lot of marathon runners like to uh, to come in and utilize it as a method of recovery and building strength around running yeah um you know it, it i'm trying to think of a way to say it is like do you train to run not running to train if that yeah. makes sense yeah so yeah we get loads of runners in like i say loads of marathon runners loads of different athletes from all, all walks of life um as well as the everyday gym goers Blokes who are mega stiff who know they just need to integrate things, integrate yoga into their routine before it's too late yeah. kind of thing. You know, there's only so long you can be stiff in your joints for before you hit an age where it becomes a limit. And that was something that was for me as well. When I was lifting all these weights, being in, you know, I'm, I'm 33 now, going from my, my early to mid-ish 20s and I'd, I'd been training weights since I was like you know 16 18 years old and I was developing hip pain back pain shoulder pain I yeah. knew I was stiff and it you know it began to especially when you have kids as well when you're when you're getting down up off the floor and you become out of breath yeah you're like something's got to change here like I'm too heavy yeah my knees are hurting my backs are hurting like what what if I carry on doing this and then I'm 40 then I'm 50 what am I going to look like? I'm going to look like a right Wally. So you just you you know, fifteen stone now. So I've lost lost a good amount of weight. I do feel like I'm physically more well balanced and fitter than I've ever been. Yeah. Um, it seems to unleash kind of a a world of benefits. Yeah, and I think that's why I want to get into it um a lot more because I have that because I do a lot of driving. Uh-huh. I sit on a laptop. My job my job is constantly just in like meetings on my laptop working on my laptop or I'm in the car or on planes or trains so I feel that a lot if I'd like I get out of bed and I'm like I'm only 34 like uh-huh. I shouldn't be getting out of bed kind of going oh oh, oh my back yeah. so it's and I know that the one way for me to do that is that core conditioning that that kind of just moving and flexibility more and because I'd, I have really bad fle- flexibility uh-huh. and I know that my body can do a lot more so that's why I want to get properly into um to do doing yoga a lot more so that when I get to 44, 54, I don't completely seize up because I've not done anything about it. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, you wouldn't even have to go to a class, so to speak, when you start off with, you know, committing to, you know, let's say from here, right, I've got to drive to Jesmond, that could take half an hour. I've got to go and do a class, that takes an hour. I've got to drive back. Uh, that takes another half an hour. So that's like, you know, two hours out of my time. And then I've got to take a shower. Come on, we're sweating, minging. I've got to do that. And I've got to do this. So I just start in your, start in your living room or start in a little quiet space. Yeah. You don't even have to have a mat. You know, just start gentle and then you can gradually, you know, as you feel more confident, more comfortable, try your yoga class. Yeah. Um, but you can, the great thing is you can do it from your very own home. Yeah. Uh, so you, you can have it as a tool in your back pocket, like, right, I need to do some yoga. Yeah. I think that's definitely good to, to start building it into your everyday. Um, and then what I love about the pod is is getting out because I work from home. Mm-hmm. It It is that that element of, of just getting out of your usual space as well and, and just being able to sit somewhere completely different and go through an entire flow and then come out and be like, right, I feel like I've done something and I've left the house and I've I've, yeah. I've got it done. Um, but then kind of in between making it a habit in life to to kind of carry on what you've been like taught in the 
in the pod as well. Yeah, yeah, it it, it can become easy to integrate what you what you learn in the pod and in the classes in, into your everyday kind of life. Uh, and then and then you can also going on on the flip side of what I've just actually said, you can then start doing it at home a little bit more based on what you've learned in the pod. Yeah. Um and and take it home with you. Uh, and you do you do get that sense of I've achieved something mm-hmm. for the day, kind of contradicting myself a little bit here. But you do get that sense of uh, I've done my thing for the day. That's great. I I definitely recommend, and it sounds like a little bit of like a oh, I'm not, definitely not doing that. Is our six thirty a.m. class? We have a six thirty a.m. class tomorrow, which is going to be Friday. It's fully booked. Well, so I twenty people actually went to um, book onto it for tomorrow. Did you? So I've booked next Friday, and I've never done a six thirty class. Have you not? Never. And um, like I struggle going to the eight o'clock at night class. Uh-huh. So it's like for me, getting up at that time in the morning is going to be a huge challenge. But I'm kind of using it as a right. I'm going to make myself. I can I can get up at that time in the morning when I have to get on a train to London. So I'm like, right. if I can do it for that's me, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, like if I've got then that's for work. That's for for uh for something that I have to do with with work so why can't I do it for for me uh-huh. um and just see how my my day pans out after after doing that and coming home after I've I've done it um a session that early in the morning mm-hmm. so and I'll definitely be able to report back and and see uh see how I felt after that one but yeah, yeah. I was I was going to try and book on for tomorrow as well but yeah you've got wait lists and everything because it's it is so popular and, and everyone is 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 wanting to to get involved so having that second location i think is going to be ideal for that yes i'm hoping it certainly will be um but yeah in, in the morning you you do come out feeling you feel refreshed you have that you revitalize and you do feel like i'm set up and i'm ready to start the day um it, it's fantastic you know the how much it's it's picked up in that since since we first launched you know, to to say that we are we're fully booked till like Monday, and today is what Thursday night, and we've got nearly fifth um, over fifteen now, maybe roughly fifteen. I don't know. We've got quite a few classes uh, until then, and they're all fully booked. Yeah, it's it's just it's amazing that it's connecting with so many different people. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's amazing to be part of it as well. Like, you know, owning it, being a part of it. When you when you're going out, uh, I was down Chili Road. Um, a couple of months ago, I walked into a, a coffee shop and someone goes, hey, you're you're the hot pod yoga guy. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And he just kind of like completely caught me off guard. It's like, hey, you're the hot pod yoga guy. It's like, yeah. Local celebrity? Yeah. It's like, it's only happened once. So, you know. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, definitely not not that status just yet. But it was just really just like what? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess so. Everyone knows about it, and and hopefully more people will know about it for when you kind of expand further in the in the northeast. And yeah. I think everyone needs to get along and and do a class, um, and just experience what it's like to do yoga, but in that in that heat because you you do feel like you you're doing a lot more um with your body in that heat, and it it kind of feels like. I don't know if it does, but like it being in a sauna, like when it like just feels like it helps your skin. Like I just come out afterwards just feeling like I've kind of detoxified a uh-huh. hell of a lot more than I would just in like a normal exercise class or a normal a normal yoga class. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, you, you sweat. So the, the blood is coming to the surface of your skin a little bit more. So again, it's oxygenating it a little bit. Um, in terms of the t- terminology and, and detoxing, it's, you know, it's a word that gets gets chucked around a little bit, but we'll throw it in there. And uh, yeah, you, you do feel pretty fresh. I mean, you know, 
I, I, I'd like to think I've got quite good skin. I've got a, quite a beard at the moment. I look like I'm about 12 when I shave it. <laughs> so that's why I've got this. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Pe- people people love it. I, I, I can't really say more than that. And yeah, going for, coming, coming and going from different meetings, meeting so many different people, and people are saying, like, hey, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it, don't you know? And you're like, are they? Like, great. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it's I, exciting. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got an amazing you know, customer base, we've got an amazing group of followers uh, and they love what we do. We've got over a thousand of them, like active people who are coming to classes, which is phenomenal. Um, and yeah, it, it's just, it, it, it almost seems like I'm is, no, too good to be true kind of thing when people say, everyone's talking about it and you're the Hopper Yoga guy. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, cool, I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> just feels strange that it's yeah. like you created all of this and now kind of there's just, such a buzz about I'm just, it I'm just rolling with it you know yeah. I'm feet are firmly on the ground and I'm, I'm amazed and so grateful for everyone and anyone who's ever come to a class whether they enjoyed it or not you know I'm just thank you thanks so much for coming I nearly yeah. when I, I remember our first class uh, you know sat down and kind of introduced myself and I just said first of all I just said thank you so much for all coming this was our launch as well and it was fully booked we had three classes all fully booked and uh, yeah I was nearly in tears because it was just like this means so much yeah it was such a big step and uh, yeah I, mean, I can remember my feeling myself well up a little bit and just saying like thank you so much like you've no yeah. idea how grateful I am for you all coming and just being here just stay here yeah let's just all stay here now <laughs> Because like no it's a big out. risk as well, isn't it? Like yeah. starting your own business and uh-huh. and um, putting your, your your money behind it and and hoping that it's going to do well and and to see it just growing from strength to strength mm. is something to to be really proud of. Yeah, and I absolutely am proud of it. And like I say, you know, I couldn't have done it without Jules making that original visit and then you know leaving that booklet under my pillow and then in the car <laughs> and then in my bag. And then, you know, amongst the washing, it's like, oh, I guess this is what this is happening now. Isn't yeah. It? Um, yeah. What, what more to say? I, I could talk so, for England about about everything hot pod yoga related. I really could. Uh, you just got to come along and, and give it a go. Yeah, definitely. So what would you say the top health benefits are of yoga? Oh, wow. Okay. Again, where to start with that? Yeah. Because um, it will improve your mobility from head to toe your flexibility so the difference between mobility and flexibility so if you were to stand up and raise your leg in the air and get it to about 90 degrees so that's your mobility but if someone were to help you out and try and push that leg a little bit higher that's how flexible you are so it's, right. it, it's difference between active and, and passive range of motion ah, within, right, within okay. a joint um so it can help to improve those. It can help to uh, develop your strength. And I don't mean a, a muscle building strength, just strength within your, your own body weight, basically. Um, it can help to develop your core stability and the strength around your trunk. There are certain lower limb movements as well that are involved. So it helps to develop your the strength in your legs, your balance. So balancing is something that you know literally throws people off a little bit, um, especially in the pod where it's slightly dimly lit. It can be a little bit more challenging. But they're great fun as well. Um, as Yeah. As, and then you, you start discussing about the breathing aspects of yeah. it as, as well, where ultimately you're, you're improving the, the oxygenation around your body, you know, which has a huge, again, a, a huge knock-on effect to how your body functions. Not just what you see in the mirror, but everything underneath. 
functions better when you breathe differently. Yeah. Um, or when you breathe more more efficiently. Um, like a, a, a little example, throwing that out there. So I'm walking... I, I on a Friday I tend to walk to the station to the, to West Monk is it West Monk Zine? I've no idea. In terms Monk Zine Station, uh, and I do that from uh, where, where do I live? <laughs> I, I mean, do you don't from, have to give the address. No, nah, right. Whitley Lodge area. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I walk, and I whilst I'm walking, I'm doing something called box breathing. So my lips are sealed, so I'm just breathing through my nose, and I'll take eight paces as I'm breathing in. Eight paces, I'll hold that breath. Eight paces, I'll exhale slow, and eight paces, I'll hold. 32 steps, and I've done one breath. Yeah. So ultimately, yeah, you're improving the efficiency of your lungs. You're not restricting your breathing, and I'm not turning purple as I'm doing this. It should feel easy. So you could start with four breaths. Again, box breathing is just a simple, simple technique. It could be four breaths, four paces, or four seconds, however you want to do it. I wouldn't recommend doing this while you're driving, though. And then... Uh, and then you can up it. It's like, right, okay, well, I'm going to do it for five breaths and see how, five steps and yeah. see how I find that. So we went on holiday last year and previously being heavily built, uh, I, I couldn't, you know, swim the length of the pool underwater. Like a little measurement of, you know, you, you get up and you think, flipping it, how'd that happen? And I did over a length underwater in front of the kids. Yeah. And they, you know, even I shot myself and they were like, whoa, dad, that's amazing. <laughs> and uh, even I shot myself, I was like, God, where'd that, that happen? Yeah. And it's just improved, you know, your, your lungs are organs and, you know, they will improve and develop if you, if you stress them, but I mean in a good way. Yeah, not just doing loads them. of cardio and running and uh-huh. jumping about. It's about actually educating yourself on how to breathe properly. Yeah. That's the, that's the, yeah. of how you get your lungs to actually be, work properly because I, I i've tried to do a lot of of the breathing exercise of like when i sort of suffer with anxiety and kind of you have those those times where you you kind of do the one through one nostril and through the other nostril yeah. and things um and it, and it definitely helps so when i've gone and, and done yoga mm-hmm. and those times where you sit and, and you're just focusing on your breath sometimes it is hard to kind of get rid of everything inside your head but when you do actually start doing that you think right okay yeah it's helping the anxiety but then you realize that it is actually just making you just feel like you've got more energy just yeah. purely from breathing mm-hmm. which is is crazy that we have to be told on how to breathe yeah but uh but yeah that's how it's sort of yoga's you're not educated me. on yeah. that either unless you, you you source it and again a very simple exercise you can do what, what's been shown is that you breathe um in different ratios between your left nostril and your right nostril depending on your activity so if you are doing something that's more physical and physically demanding, you'll breathe that little bit more through your right nostril. So let's say you're preparing for exercise. If you seal your left, so you are breathing through your right, and I'll breathe into the microphone here, might that might sound a bit minging. So you, <laughs> you breathe like... You're preparing yourself. Yeah. And you'll feel it differently. You seal your left... you'll start to chill. Yeah. So I would, I would reckon if you struggle sleeping and you know, you get yourself into bed, you do your routine, seal your right nostril, breathe through your left 10 times, slow and deep as you feel comfortable with and you should feel more chilled. It's such a simple thing. Wow. Um, yeah, give it a whirl. Yeah. Fantastic. Great tips. No, it yeah. is. It's, it, it's 
really good to uh, to kind of hear and learn a little bit more about yoga because I've tried it in the past and I've uh, you kind of watch a few YouTube videos and I've like gone to classes but when you actually understand the the meanings behind it as well mm-hmm. I think that's it one gets you encouraged to to want to do it more um and I think you you learn how to how to do it better than than just kind of watching it on a on a video or something you can go and you can hear it from from the instructors there and then yeah and the the way in which we we tend to approach it as well in in hot pod is to simplify things a little bit more so let's say you walk in the door and you think oh god i'm gonna do all these poses i've got to breathe through my nose in weird ways you know what i know like what am i going to be doing and you're thinking i've got to juggle everything so we tend to focus a little bit more on the physical physical side of things yeah and then as time goes on, we integrate the breath a little bit more, a little bit more on an individual basis. So if we see a, there's a guy who springs to mind, he breathes through his mouth and you can see he's gasping for air. But then just having a chat with him after and say, don't worry about the physical parts. Just go with, go with the flow, so to speak. And uh, but only focus on your breathing now. Like you get into a certain stage. Like just focus on your breathing now and you it will feel easier. Yeah. But if you throw that at them the moment they come in, and like, oh, so I'm gonna do that, I've got to learn what a warrior two is, I've got to learn what that is, and I've got to breathe differently. Like it puts people off. Yeah. So simplify and then just gradually introduce. And then again, they have a bit of an aha moment and they realise that oh it's easier. So if I breathe differently, things become easier. Yeah. That's interesting. So Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast today. It's thank been um, really, really interesting. And uh, I'll put all of Alex's links and everything in the blog post that goes with this. But um, give us a tweet if you've ever um, tried hot pod yoga or you're intrigued by hot pod yoga um, and uh, and tag me and uh, me and um, Alex in it. And um, I'm sure Alex will be able to give you some advice about coming along to your first class. Um, or if you absolutely love it and you want to say hi to the hot pod yoga guy, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give Don't us catch a... me in this, you will catch me off guard <laughs> being pulled along by three kids crying <laughs> but yeah thank you very much lovely thank you very much everybody uh yeah uh, facebook and instagram hot pod yoga uh, newcastle drop us a line follow us message do your thing thank no. you very much for inviting me and having yeah me. thank you so much Well, I don't know about you, but I found that so fascinating. It was great to learn more about yoga, about breathing, about the business side. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did chatting to to Alex. Uh, Let us know if you uh, listened and and if you enjoyed the episode and uh, reach out to Alex if you're interested in going along to the pod and trying out hot pod yoga for the first time. Um, There'll also be a referral code on the blog post. So you'll be able to uh, use that and uh, and pop along to try out Hot Pod Yoga. And also yoga in general, if you've got any questions um, for Alex, uh, then you can find him on Instagram and Facebook and it's uh, Hot Pod Yoga Newcastle. So that's the end of episode seven. I just want to do my usual thank yous to Tom from TMH Sounds for editing and producing this podcast. Tom's actually thinking about changing his uh, production company name to Twin Wood Sounds. So you'll have to let me know uh, what you think about that. Also, thank you to Bradley Parsons for the music. And uh, you can find Bradley on the website Fiverr. So again, thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye.